Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome back to Connection with Brian and Nicole. Yes. We're so glad you've connected with us today. <laughs> Especially if you heard us last week and connected again. That was pretty good. <laughs> Welcome back. It, yeah. Thanks for hanging. <laughs> Maybe sheer curiosity. <laughs> Let's see what crazy things they're going to do How and talk about today. How crazy are these people? We can answer that. Yeah. Pretty, that's not, that's, pretty well much. Yeah. <laughs> it's good English. That's not pretty well much. It's gooder and gooder each week. Good boy. Sorry. So you can connect with us anytime, and not all episodes are this crazy, but <laughs> you can... That's, a lot that's of them debatable. Are, maybe. <laughs> so, anyways, you can check out and decide for yourself at connectionshow.org. <laughs> but last week we were discussing fasting and kind of um, an inspirational talk about fasting and what it is and the bondages that are broken off of it and just all the goodness that comes from fasting. And yeah. today we're really going to get into some meat of it, answer some questions that y'all have sent in and get those answered for you. So, if you don't know what fasting is, hang on to your britches because you're about to find out. <laughs> and if you're fasting, you might need to hang on to them. <laughs> and if you're fasting, you may have to hang on to them, yeah. So this, uh, this week we're going to be talking about you know, how to get started in fasting and uh, some common sense questions about fasting that people would have. Uh, but before we get into that, I just want to encourage you, you know, Jesus said when you fast and when the bridegroom goes away, believers will fast. Uh, so we want to, you know, make sure that you understand that this is not something that God is sitting up there going, well, if you want to do it. No, he's expecting us That's to right. fast. And a fast generally means fasting solid food. Uh, you can have uh, water with that or sometimes he'll lead you to have juices or uh, liquids, you know, but uh, most of the time it's fasting solid food. That's how the Bible talks about fasting. There are different types of fast that we discussed some last week. But I just wanted to give you, um, there's some great, great benefits. If you saw Fasting 101, Part 1 and Part 2, we talked about some of the awesome things that God's been doing, that God wants to do, and that we have seen personally. And I wanted to give a couple more testimonies of what fasting has brought about in our lives. So I've had recently two, uh, I said two with three fingers. <laughs> I had two, <laughs> had two extended fast recently. And uh, the first one was um, <laughs> off camera. Barrett was laughing at me. <laughs> two, had two extended fast. All right. So anyway, um, one of the things, I got to collect my thoughts. That's great. But no, we in that extended fast, the first one, it was really awesome because day two of the fast, yeah, that this many. Day two. <laughs> uh, I'll be teaching our son how to count. Yes, it's good. I, I'm the one supposed to be good at math, right? Anyway, on day two, uh, I had a great revelation by going into that fast. The Lord opened up a scripture to me. I was very familiar with the scripture, but he opened it up and I saw something in there I'd never seen before. Huge revelation. I was actually thinking, praise God, look at this. You know, day two of the fast, I'm receiving this great. What else does the fast have for me? And to be honest, what I felt for the rest of the fast was I really didn't feel 
the presence of God. I really didn't feel it. And that and it went on for quite a while. Now I've had times when I've fasted and man, I felt the presence of God. But here's what happened. When I came off of the fast, after that extended period of time, I came off of the fast, man, I could tell, and I've learned this through ministry, you do not have to feel it, That's like right. physically feel or sense the things of God. You simply have to take God at His word Amen. and believe. So during the fast, I believe that He was doing, He was breaking yokes, uh, breaking uh, bondages. He was, right. he was just bringing freedom. So I believed in that. I applied faith to it. And I'm telling you that uh, when I came out of that fast, within the next few weeks, I, could, I just felt light. I felt free and I could tell, man, things broke off of me that I didn't even know were there. And I just felt the freedom of God. It strengthened me. It empowered me. And it was so good. Yeah. Um, and then I just had an extended fast that I finished. And during that, I felt the Lord much more during that fast than I did the other one. And uh, I just noticed that one of the things that was very, very cool was... I had, um, I really experienced not uh, logical, not earthly logical strength. It was not, it did not make sense. But in the supernatural, I really experienced a supernatural strength because I had two extended fasts close to each other. I was still feeling some of the physical effects of weakness from right. the first one. Right. And so when I got to the, longer periods of time in the second one, I was really experiencing some weakness. I mean, it was strong. And I started to pull. I, I called some of our leaders. I said, hey, you pray for me. I need some supernatural strength of God. Well, I'm telling you, as I did that, as they prayed and I prayed and we extended our faith for that supernatural strength, it came. Yeah. And in both of those fasts, uh, up until that point, I was pretty much, I was losing weight because of the way that I was fasting. I was losing it, and it was significant. Boom, boom, boom. It was going down, 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 uh, you know, pretty consistently. When we started praying like that, my weight loss stopped. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, what is that? And I believe he answered me and said, I was sustaining you. Yeah. And I felt the strength of God. And I went, my thought was, how much how much of my life has this supernatural strength been available and I've not tapped into yeah. that. I've not received. And this is a thing that fasting can bring about. And it really opened my eyes to a reality. I, in theory, I believe that, but I hadn't been applying it in that way. There's so much more to God that God calls normal and fasting is one of the That's ways right. to open up that door. So I encourage you, just start seeking God. You may not even want to fast right now, but just start seeking Him in faith, asking Him to help give you a heart for that and help help give you the mindset to go after uh, fasting. And so did you have any uh, testimonies of that right now or maybe later or what? Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I talked about mine a little bit in the last episode. Um, which you can hear on ConnectionShow.org. That was a nice little plug. That was really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave a, a, some of my testimony in the last one. But, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I'd had a bondage, you know, something just hanging on me for most of my life that affected most every area of my life. And it wasn't anything 
huge and awful and deep and dark or anything like that. It was just a, a weight yeah. that I'd carried most of my life. And when I entered into these, uh, this fast that we did the last time, really, um, I really just felt that break off. And, you know, something that I think is good to uh, talk to uh, in accompanying the fast was, I mentioned last time, the prayer was equally as important. Yes. But something that I found that was interesting was during the fast, I had things come up that I had never told people that, you know, like I said, it wasn't any deep, dark secret, but I just felt like I needed to share this stuff with people, kind of given, you know, and I shared it with Brian, um, and kind of giving you insight into what this weight was, why it had held me, how it got started. And it's like, as I can, as I was fasting, God was bringing these things up to get rid of, yeah. you know, to confess to someone else or, you know, confess has such a negative connotation to it. Cause it's like, Oh, I got to confess this. Um, and it wasn't any wrongdoing. It was just something that had held me down. But as I, as I fasted and God brought these things up to share with someone that I could trust. And when I shared them, it was like a weight I didn't have to carry anymore. Yes. You know, and so it's just interesting for me to see as you're fasting and you're putting down the world and you're putting down the flesh, you're able to hear from God better. Yes. And it's like, you know, so many people are like, well, I wish I could have that kind of life. You can. You can. Yes. You can. Yes. And fasting is a great way to enter into that because as you're fasting, you're able to hear from God more. Just that still small voice or, you know, even audible because he does still speak audibly. Yeah. But as he speaks to you, you can hear it because you don't have the junk of the world clouding it. Yes. And whatever he leads in a fast, I just encourage you, listen and obey because that's where the bondages are broken. Yes. And it's not always some big, you know, ginormous revelation or, you know, some big act that you have to do. Sometimes it's just as simple as going to a loved one or a trusted one or a pastor and saying, I need to tell you about this. Yeah. And, you know, it's just this thing that's been on my life and I just really don't like it. And I need to tell you about it. And fasting opens up where you can hear from God yeah. more clear yeah. so that if there's something that's very simple like that that you need to do, you he can, can make that very clear. Yeah. yeah, you hear from him. So, you know, some of the major areas that fasting does is it helps you to hear from God. Right. And the Lord says, I will hear you when you pray. You know, it talks about that. Um, it breaks yokes and bondages off of your life. If you've had maybe a habit or something going on in your life that you just cannot seem to break, fasting is a great place to, right. to uh, get that broken off. Um, it helps us basically to uh, have the protection of the Lord. The Lord talks about you will be protected in Isaiah 58. Yeah. Uh, he goes and prepares your path. He brings about favor. It brings about supernatural power. And the biggest thing I think that it does is it ups your intimacy with the Father. Yes. Your intimacy in your relationship, your fellowship with the Father goes to another level. Sure and um, that's really what does everything.
something else right. because when you abide in Jesus and Jesus abides in your life, that's what actually brings the supernatural power of God. Fasting is a tool to increase that and to put down all the voices of the world and hear the one that's important, the voice of your Father. And uh, so now let's say that you're sitting there and you're saying, okay, I want to fast, but maybe I've never fasted before. I've, I don't know what to do. What, what do I need to do? You know, Brian and Nicole, what do I need to do? So the first thing is, if you're not sitting there thinking that, the first thing you need to do is read into the Word where Jesus says, when the disciples fast, when the bridegroom goes away, the believers will fast. That's what the context of it. You need to see that this is something that God's expecting a believer to do uh, and not just a good idea and not sure. something that you should never do. One of the things that really shocked me is as the Lord kind of flipped on and turned on fasting in our lives, I was shocked at the number of believers that don't fast. Yeah. Because they started, I don't, I don't know if it was like, tell me how much you're not fasting was written on my head, but it felt like <laughs> it at certain times. Because I think they came under conviction right. that they, when I started talking about it kind of as normal, they kind of came under conviction about it and they started telling me. I was shocked. We've always, as an adult, you know, the in Christ have fasted some. We've definitely amped it up recently, yeah. uh, revved it up, but um, we've always done that. That was just a part of being a Christian. We just, you know, and one of the things that was really shocking, no wonder we haven't been seeing the supernatural power of God in church because most believers have not had any normal fasting yeah. schedule whatsoever. So the first thing is, if you're not at that place yet, ask the Lord to help help you see it, that your eyes of understanding may be enlightened to see this is part of God's plan and it's a tool that He's given you to enhance your whole life. So ask Him to see that. Get that hunger to go after Him, to seek Him diligently in you first. That's step yeah. number one. Once you have that, then I, we've definitely both fasted at times. Um, seek the Lord on what to fast or what to give up and how long to, to fast. Right. Um, those are the two things. Don't just jump in there. You know, Jesus, he never did anything but what he saw the Father do. He never said anything but what he heard the Father say. If that was good enough for Jesus, I think it should definitely be good enough for us. Yeah. And you can be, you can give in 1 Corinthians 13, 3, you can give your whole life away but still be outside of love. You can give everything you have to the poor. You can give your body to be burned, but still not have love. And the Word says, the Bible says, it will profit you nothing. So you can go through and not eat everything, and it'll profit you nothing because you're not doing it in love. Love, a big part of love, is the leading of God. So ask Him, Lord, what do you want me to fast? And... How long do you want me to fast for? And uh, so he'll say, I want you to fast solid food or I want you to uh, do the Daniel fast. Um, again, the Daniel fast, make sure that it's a legitimate thing. Don't be just feeding your flesh in the middle of it, carrying around a bag of tortillas. You know, that's not the Daniel fast. Um, anyway. Moving on. No condemnation. And uh, then, <laughs> um, but make sure that you're doing, you know, maybe it's, and, and listen, I understand that not 
everybody can go on a full food fast uh, at certain times. There are some sometimes about that, but you should be believing God that you can get there. Even if you can't not now, let's believe God to give him something to get you started so that faith will rise up and break the bondage of even something like diabetes or something like that to get healed. Yeah. And then you can do that. Believe God. A lot of times the problem with us is, uh, with mankind is, we're not believing God to be a restorer. That's we right. just have absolutes in our mind that say, I can't do it, instead of looking for what we can do. And so maybe you're uh, fasting food, maybe you're fasting food and water, maybe you're just fasting solid food, maybe you're fasting sugar, maybe you're fasting meat, maybe you're you know, fasting uh, sodas. You know, there's a number of things. Uh, actually, one of the things that we talked about in 1 Corinthians, it shows where you can fast uh, and intimacy and relations with your spouse. Uh, as you're giving yourself to a time of prayer. So there's a number of things that you can fast. But I will say that in the Bible, the majority of times where it talks about fasting, it's talking about solid food. And that should be the mainstay for our fasting. So ask the Lord uh, what to do. I've had times when I haven't asked the Lord and it did not go so well. Yeah. I was in, I was really hurting. And then most time when I've heard from the Lord, it, it really goes awesome and you get to the end of it and all you want to do is go back into another fast. Um, I'm experiencing that right now. It started a couple of days ago and I just finished not long ago, but it's like there's something powerful in that. Yeah. And, uh, and ask him. He'll generally tell you. Another way that you can fast is you can fast. This is a common way right now I know uh, in Nigeria. They, and this is biblical as well it, where they fast uh, during the daylight hours. So they'll fast from uh, like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then, you know, you get done at 6 p.m., don't eat three meals between 6 p.m. And, and the end of it. But just have one, you know. But uh, fast that period of time from all the daylight hours. That is a great way to enter into fasting without completely, you know, it's a great way when you have a very active schedule uh, to do. If you do have a very active schedule, there's certain things that you want to do and don't want to do. If you ever have any questions, please go to connectshow.org. Uh, we do have some experience in doing that. I'd be happy to give you some of that uh, insight and help you because there, there are, especially if you're on some extended fast, and I would say an extended fast is three weeks or more. Um, if you're on an extended fast, your body does some things without food. Uh, here's, here's one of the things that's important for you to know. Uh, when you go on just telling you how your body works, a lot of times during a fast, your body, the systems will reset. You, your body will start to process sugar better. Uh, your blood pressure will reset. Uh, but there are some, it cleanses you of toxins when you're doing a full food fast for an extended period of time. It will help purge some of those toxins out of your body. There are some great physical benefits to it. Um, a lot of times, honestly, your doctor is probably because of all the lawsuits and everything like that. Um, your doctor is probably not going to tell you that you it's good for you to go and fast because there's too many lawsuits. Yeah. Um, and you should be very smart about that. Be wise. Talk to people that know some things about the body and have experience in fasting. Don't just jump into something you have no right. knowledge. Uh, and, and start. The Lord will show you exactly what to do. I've never seen somebody ask, what do I fast? And not have the Lord tell them yeah. what to do. 
But you can do a uh, 6, uh, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's a great way to start. Do that you know, for uh, three days, five days, a week, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, I know people that do that for 100 days and more, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and more. They go beyond that. Uh, one of the things that happens is that if you entered a full food fast, you know, 24-7, uh, then what happens is day one is generally okay. Day two, three, and four are generally the interesting days. You want to find out how loud the flesh's voice is in your life? <laughs> day two, food. three, and four. <laughs> yes, it is a spoiled brat, and it wants its way, and it'll let you know it. Those seem to be the worst days, but somewhere around day four or five, that your body actually says, okay, we're not eating, and it relaxes that voice, and all of a sudden, you, it realizes, hey, food's not coming right now, quit yelling at uh, the brain, and so you go beyond that, and you actually enter a kind of a sweet spot of the fasting, mm -hmm. and that will continue on for uh, about close to 40 days. Um, it'll continue on for about 40 days. And somewhere around that mark, you'll see in the Word where it said, and day 40, and Jesus hungered. I believe personally what was happening is, uh, it's, it's uh, scientific that around that period of time, your body kind of wakes up and, and says to your brain, if you don't eat soon, you're going to have some major problems. And it starts to really get hungry right. like it did at the beginning yeah. again. And uh, so those are some things to know. Uh, when you do the 6 a.m., this is an interesting thing. When you do the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. fast, uh, you never get into that sweet spot. Every day you're putting in a little bit of food, so it never hits like that. Starting over. So mentally, it's a pretty good challenge, and that's why it's a great place to start as yeah. well. I, I don't have any problem with somebody doing that kind of fast at all, but... Um, that's really where I would start, and I know you may have some questions. Definitely send them in, but let's look at some of the questions that they have sent in. Okay. Well, you kind of answered the first one of what constitutes a fast. Um, when do you know to stop? Um, well, you should always, ultimately, when do we know to stop a fast? Ultimately, we should hear from the Lord. I have been on fast where he told me specifically how many days. Right. And then I've been on fast expecting to go a certain distance. And yeah. then the Holy Spirit ministers to me and says, no, you're done. You're and, done. and that was it. Yeah. I was done. I've been on a fast and he said, I thought I was done. And he said, no, go further. Yeah. And so ultimately, you need to hear from the Lord on when to stop a fast. If he told you at the beginning, then that's generally going to stay the same right. if you heard correctly. Yeah. Um, if you are having some issues, I would definitely get in touch with somebody that has experienced fasting and has some medical knowledge on that as well. If you start having issues in the middle of the fast... Talk to people, ask questions, you know, uh, particularly your pastor. Your pastor should be fasting. Um, if he's not fasting, well, I'm praying for you. And uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> and uh, he should be fasting. Amen. Uh, he should be. Period, and yeah. uh, and that's, that's right. just it. And if he doesn't understand that, then, you know, he needs to go read the Bible. And um, he should be. So. Did I answer that question? I feel like we need to move on. You sure did. <laughs> um, should you tell your friends and your family that you're fasting? Well, uh, Jesus basically showed us in his word that you, 
you should not let the left hand know what the right hand is doing when it was giving, but it also says what you do in secret, God will reward you openly. And then he said this about fasting. He said, and what you do openly, uh, that you'll have your reward. Right. So you want to tell as few people as possible. Yeah. This is what... But if you go on a very extended fast, you're going to find that it's going to be hard to hide it yeah. um, because you're going to have some weight loss in there. Uh, on mine, I had people there like, are you okay? You know, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm fine. And But what I learned to say was I just changed my eating yeah. ha habits. I would recommend that you tell your pastor because that that helps them know and they can agree with you and believe with right. you and they can help you Be through that. Support. You don't you don't have to, but that's a good thing to do and and uh, a good pastor, he's going to be agreeing with you in that fast right. that those everything would break, that intimacy would increase, all of the great things of fasting would take place in your life. So, right. next question we had is can kids fast? Or how old should you be before you start fasting? Ultimately, I think that the Lord will show you that. Our kids fast now. Actually, our kids did fast way beyond some of the adults. Um, I mean, they did some pretty good stuff. And they had breakthrough in yeah. that too. Uh, they, Our kids had, and they are 12 and 14 at this time. Luke is three. I didn't feel led for him to fast at this period of time, but... If the Holy Spirit said to, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, ultimately, we're talking about, you know, for at that age, maybe a week of food, and that's not that. But he doesn't fully understand that. And right. it, it's a tool uh, that should be understood, I believe. And uh, But as soon as the Holy Spirit gives you um, freedom to move into that, I think that that's perfectly okay. Some people say absolutely not, but... It's, that's basically, a lot of times I've found that that is coming from a fear-based yeah. uh, decision or something, you know, some illogical base. But it says believers. So I think kind of if my child is a believer, yes. they can fast. That's right. So. You're old enough to understand yes. Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're old enough to submit to his ways. Yes. Yeah. So, What if I fast and nothing good happens? Um. I think that's impossible. I, I say you're not fasting. <laughs> yeah, if you're, then you're probably not not fasting. You think you're fasting, but it's like that time where I w the first fast, it seemed like nothing was happening. Right. But when I got to the end, I could tell tons of things had happened. Yeah. I just couldn't feel it. So you trust that the Lord is doing something whether or not you can feel it or not. Yeah, because we walk by faith, not yes. by sight. So it's not exactly. necessarily every blessing that's yes. going on, every action that's going on is going to be manifested physically. I can promise you if you are fasting for the glory of God, something, uh, good. something yes. is happening very good. Yes. Yeah. Can you fast if you're a diabetic or if you get sick? Um. You can, you can. Here's the thing with the diabetic is I, I would look for, if I was a diabetic, I would not just say I can't fast because I'm a diabetic. I would look for what I could fast. Yeah. Um, could I fast things that I like? And let that fasting 
break loose the bondages of that sickness and curse mm -hmm. so that that will break that off and you can receive, be believing God for complete restoration and healing of that diabetes so that then you can move into living a full life that God has for you. Uh, so I would not let that stop me. I would just ask the Lord, Lord, show me what I can fast. My heart is to seek after you and to diligently seek after you. Show me what I can fast. So yeah. that's what I would do. But again, you do need, I would recommend somebody who has experience in fasting uh, and who knows about the human body and some medical things. It would be important to talk uh, to somebody. Like, for instance, we have uh, Deb here at the church. Uh, she, she's pretty well versed in medical things. She's a great resource yeah. for us. And, and speaking of that, in fasting, one of the good things to, when, if you do an extended fast, you don't want to just come off the fast and uh, start eating everything. Mm -hmm. That is not a good thing because your, your digestive system has been shut down. Mm -hmm. You've got to kind of start that up easy. A good way to do that is what we call BRAT, B-R-A-T. That's bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast, dried toast. And uh, those are good things to kick your digestive system. And when you start eating again after an extended fast, have small meals more often. Uh, so in other words, don't just eat three times a day. You might want to eat six times a day, but it should be like quarter and half portions of what you would normally eat because your stomach has, has shrunk during that period of time. It's just good logic. Yeah. Amen. Well, listen. That ends, that concludes our Fasting 101, and we hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us here at Connection Show. And if you have any questions whatsoever, go to ConnectionShow.org. Send us a note. Send us a testimony. Send us a question or comment. Tell us, hey, I accepted Jesus. Uh, let us know. We want to help you, and we love you. Blessings be on you and your fast. Amen. Have a great one. We look forward to hearing breakthrough. Have a great Bye. week. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.